Hello and welcome to the Glass Recording Podcast with Ian and Jem. Yeah, it's season two, episode number eight already. Uh, we chat about what we got up to uh, last weekend and my trip to the theatre, uh, which was fantastic. Also about Good Beer Guide, uh, what local pubs should be in it that aren't, uh, what other podcasts we're listening to at the moment. Uh, you might be interested in that. There's some good tips there. Uh, what's on this weekend? And uh, we have music from Jay Anderson, Potter U, Imprints, uh, Mother Vulture, uh, The Understairs, Chris Webb, Irie Fire, and we're going to kick the show off with this one, uh, The Nightingale by Muriel Mathlener.
Right, that was the Nightingale by Muriel Mathlana. Um and uh hello Jem, how are you doing? Hello, yeah, I'm Mistress. all right. I'm all right, Ian. Yeah, it's it's a bit windy out there with uh isn't it uh, Hurricane Delboy uh, today? Yeah, it's yeah. Storm yeah. Delboy. Um yeah. Hurricane uh, Doug, Hurricane Burt. Yeah, and then we, yeah. when they come down to E, we'll have Eureka after that. We need to have an alternative storm. Yeah, really do, really do. Yeah, but we'll stick with Hor- with uh, Storm Delboy. Hope you're all safe and well, everybody. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, 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 doing, uh, we're doing okay. Oh, yeah, great weekend last weekend. Well, I was a busy one, busy one. Uh, out with our gig on Friday night with the Funkensteins and... Uh, Zanny, who um, it was really, really good. Really enjoyed that. Uh, some great music, and then uh, Saturday we went to the theatre, so that was good. Oh, that's right, it's Mark Ryland. We were talking about that yeah. on last week's podcast. How was that? Yeah, it was really good. It was. Um, what was it called? Because you couldn't even remember. Doctor Semmelweis. So there you go. Oh, impressed. So it yeah. was like. Um, Go on, give us a brief synopsis. Yeah, yeah, it was about a doctor in this sort of uh, sort of 17th century, uh, based in Austria, uh, in Vienna. Um, He was originally from Hungary, moved there, and uh, he was working um, as a trainee doctor on um, a maternity ward. And the thing was, uh, there was two maternity wards opposite each other. Uh, One was run by doctors, and the other was run by the midwives, and for some reason or other, uh, the death rate on the one uh, ran by the doctors uh, was really, really high. It was, you know, it was off the wall compared. So um, he got a statistician to look at it. And uh, uh, this was against um, what what the the, uh, the people who ran the hospital or the, you know, head, head doctor wanted. Uh, but they did this while he was away. And... Uh, you know, he did discover it was higher. And then they tried to work out uh, while he was away if it was the doctors or if it was the actual building they were in, uh, being different buildings. So uh, they went and swapped uh, everything over from 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 one to the other. And uh, it was shown that the one with the midwives in uh, still was a far lower death rate. Uh, so um, what they worked out in the end uh, uh, the doctors were doing autopsies and um, uh, they were going straight in and uh, get, delivering births so they're bringing this sort of uh, matter over from uh, you know people who died of, of disease and that uh, back in uh, the day and um, uh, and he implemented hand washing because you know, it no one knew about bacteria or anything in those days. Um, so, uh, you know, he, he, he sort of like you know, basically thought these little friends were getting in from one, one way to the other. So they washed their hands and then found uh, it brought the death rate down quite a bit, uh, uh, you know, to, to level with the one with the midwives. And um, uh, he was up against a challenge because as well, uh, what part of the, his issue was that, he was quite confrontational, so he wasn't a, a, you know, a natural sort of team person. Even though he got a certain amount of people to work with him and follow him, and uh, he, he sort of like rubbed people up the wrong way, so they didn't tend to listen to him. And um, so 
uh, he ended up leaving and going back to his home in Hungary. And then when he came, uh, and they sent people out to Hungary because uh, uh, after a few years of him being back and he was running his ward and, you know, successful ward, very low deaths. Uh, but, you know, he, he, so they, much against his better judgment, and, and he really didn't want to, they persuaded him to go back to Vienna and um, basically show, you know, what what he was doing. And uh, at first he got a good reception, and then he started getting beaten down by people, and uh, he ended up uh, cracking up and going into a mental hospital and uh, sadly dying. <laughs> and um, uh, uh, but and then it wasn't that long after that Lister had the fir his first operation um, under anaesthetic. So it followed some of the ethos uh, that he put forward, and he'd been sending off to a lot of doctors in uh, in in uh, other countries, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, all right, I might have given it away a bit, but, you know, it's it's, it's a play. It's not something you're going to quite easily see. So, uh, I think that was really, really interesting. Um, can I see you act it? I think I'm going to put you forward for the Bristol Old Vic to actually... Oh, yeah, you, yeah. You could be the, the stand-in for uh, for the main, for Doctor... Is it Doctor Zeus? Oh, no, that's a library character. Yeah. And it, to, to be fair, I think with, with the theatre, I think seeing these acted and it was really well acted and uh, there was bits of dancing there and there was a uh, beautiful music back in in certain you know with, with um you know some of the musicians turning up in the crowd and uh, they they'd appear behind you playing like cello and violin and or on the stage and um so there's a little bit of dance in there and a little bit of comedy in there and it's quite a serious subject as well. Uh, but, you know, if it, with films, when you watch a film, you don't tend to remember everything in depth like you, you would at the theatre. And, uh, you know, it, it, it does. It really, it was really striking performance, really great play and um, sort of, you know, I think I think that's what's great about theatre is that you know you're talking mm. about with films. So to get the film that we're sitting at in the cinema, they may have taken about twenty different takes of one sentence that the actor yeah, is speaking, yeah. and then they splice it all together, and you end up with the finished work. When you're at the theatre, you're literally watching the actor speak their words live, and yeah. they can't be spliced together. You are almost in the set. You're almost part. Well, you are part of the theatre, which yeah. I don't think you get so much with uh, cinema unless it's a really good movie. But I, I, I think you've just shamed me because I used to love theatre and I haven't been in absolutely ages. And this one oh, sounds something I'm really interested in. Fantastic in place out. to go. And, and, and um, I, this was written, partly written by Mark Rylance as well. Uh, and they, they, he did a lot of studying. So obviously, you know, besides he's not just going on stage and acting it, it's something he he's researched and truly, you know, understands as well. And it's 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 in his heart because he's 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 actually written, you know, uh, co-written it with with with, with a, a, another um, another person. So you know, uh, so it does come across really well. You know, time for a voiceover. You're listening to Glastonbury calling. Yeah podcast with Culture Vulture, Ian Lewisage, <laughs> on the theatre programme. 
Yes. What an arts programme you're giving to us. You're really lifting the kind of cultural glass oh, of recording. Good. Yeah. good. I'm glad I have. It's, it's I'm trying to lower it, the tone and you're raising it. It's yeah, pretty impressive. When I, when I talk to people about it, a couple of people have actually heard about the subject and heard a bit about it as well anyway. So, um, you know, they, they, they when you do talk about it, they are really interested, you know, they're not just sort of nodding <laughs> like they usually do to me. <laughs> going, yeah, I wish I'd shut up. But um, no, no, it's a really interesting subject. And then on Saturday night, I went to the punk night uh, that Bob put on, which was great for fun. Bumped into some friends over there. And um, and then we had a glass recording meeting on Sunday. Dare I ask what you did? Because <laughs> yeah, It's OK. I've been spending every day this week having some memory lessons, trying to remember what I did. So let me tell you what I didn't do. Because, I mean, that's easier, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I go didn't on. go to the Funkensteins on Friday night. As tempting as it was, I just didn't really feel... I'm kind of getting really tired at the moment these days. I'm getting old, you know, so I didn't go to that. I didn't go to the punk night on Saturday night at the Cheese and Grain in Froome, which had the members playing. Yeah, yeah. But I did meet on Sunday two very uh, interesting people. One was your good self, who told me about the Funkensteins on that you went to and organised on Friday. And this great punk from Birmingham, that had come all the way down from Birmingham to uh, Froome, to the punk night at the Cheese and Grain. So I had two people to commentate to me the highs of the weekend. And of course, then we... We linked up together. But what I did do was I was down at Yeovil Library working on Saturday with a, a dad scrub. We got all the dads in with their kids and we kind of just um, uh, had a bit of fun talking about made up words. And for the dad out there, whoever you are and your lovely daughter, where we were making up words, the, his lovely daughter said, my word I want to make up is called poor banana. I have no idea what poor banana is, but it's a fantastic word. And what the dad was saying to me, it's a game that dad and his daughter play. And that came out at the library. So for that alone, it made dad's club at Yeovil Library absolutely wonderful. So, yeah, a good day's work for me. Oh, wicked, wicked. Um, we're just testing it because this, this is fine, because by the time this goes out tomorrow, everyone everyone would have um, who does word or would have done word or the word or word today was a word you wouldn't believe it. Uh, it's a word called Hulk, C A U L K. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it's me <coughs> drinking a can of Coke, other drinks available, and choking on it. Is that the meaning of it? Coke. Oh, choke, no, choking on a Coke. A U L K. Yeah, no, choke, choking on a Coke. Everyone struggled to get it. And it's. Uh, what does it's it mean? Oh, oh, it means it's it's you know just uh, like sealant. Uh, it uh, you put around bathrooms and things like that. It's me. It means like to waterproof and seal. So you're gonna put you're gonna put caulk on it. So it's like a pretty word that's not doesn't mean a lot to most people because a lot of people wouldn't have heard it. So there was a bit bit of stick going on today about that. So well, that's, that's what happens when the New York Times comes in and yeah. takes it all over, making it all more complicated. And even Wordle, W-O-R-D-L-E. Wordle is six letters. That's not fair. It should just being called Wordle. Oh, I know. I know. Wordler. But the anyway. thing is, it, with a more complicated word, doesn't necessarily mean it's more complicated to get because I got letters on the first line, letters on the second line, and 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 then... You know, I just put in 
loads of possible letters that it could be that probably weren't words because I couldn't see anything that would make up a word until it came up with something that worked, which isn't really the idea. It's the idea is to look for different words that it could be. So did you so, get it? Yeah, I ended up getting it in three, but it was it was just because I had four of the letters and I just moved all those letters around with one other letter, uh, you know, from places uh, until a word came up, which was cork, you know. I just, you know, because there wasn't a word you could make out of it. Uh, not that I knew, so, um, you know. I'm still doing the one from uh, 16 weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm on, I'm on the 199th try. Anyway, I better shut up and uh, play a song. <laughs> We've, uh, this is uh, RE Fire and Island Skanking. <laughs>
Chris Webb there and Checkmate, uh, two acts there playing Glastonbury Calling. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's not far off now, so we're all getting excited. Had a meeting the other day. Uh, one thing I noticed, I went, obviously went to the Arthur the other day, and I said to them, like, how come you're not in good beer guide? Because I go there, and um, every time I go there, I've never had a, you know, the, the beer's been really good, you know, and um, they've always got a really good choice, really interesting choice. 
uh, not not all your standard beers and and, and being like having some Bristol Beer Factory beers there, it's, it's really good and uh, yeah, they're always well kept and everything's you know you know everything's really good there. So I don't know how they put this good beer guy thing together because uh, no one ever seems to go there. Whether the good beer people get a bit freaked out and worried about going into the King Arthur because uh, because it's uh, quite a Glastonbury. Uh, uh, um, type eclectic pub, uh, whether it scares them off, uh, but I don't know. I don't know, but it should really be in there because there a are bit, it's a bit other like, pubs in Glastonbury bit, that are in there. It's a bit like uh, the Guinness Book of Records. So there's another kind yeah. of beer for you. Just throw that one in. Is that to do to get in there, you have to apply, and actually to to get a record in the Guinness Book of Records, you have to pay. Yeah. So there's got to be a process, isn't it? Either you're nominated or you apply, or you have yes. to pay to get in there to get someone to come into your pub. I totally agree. All the beers that I've discovered that I haven't heard of, like uh, uh, Sunshine is one of my favourite beers that I've... Sunshine loved. Reggae. Yeah, at the uh, King Arthur. And I only ever drink it there. Uh, and I, I totally uh, agree. The beer in the King Arthur is some of the best i've had and they love their beer as well and you know that if you ask what i like is when you ask you know someone behind the bar you know what do you reckon i should have and when you in the in the arthur they'll do two things they'll either give you a little taster which is yeah. the old-fashioned way of doing it yeah. which is always yeah. appreciated or they'll just tell you what beer they think you know asking you a few questions there are certain other establishments not necessarily in glastonbury other places that i've been to and they said oh i don't really know i don't drink beer yeah, and that's yeah. a pub so i think that gives the king arthur a kind of head of above other beers that are and pubs in the good beer guide that are in other parts of the country so we should get them down there maybe we should write to them maybe we yeah, should i know I was, I was thinking that because I, I think you've got a, like someone's got a nominated in camera and then people have but the other thing is even if you get nominated from camera, which is like the you know, uh, beer organisation, uh, people have still got to go in there and score it. And that's part of the problem, because if people aren't going in there who are members of camera to score it, then it's not going to get a score to go into the good beer guide. And it's like, you know, the, 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 the Hawthorne Stroke Queen of Cups is really good, but, you know, that's probably a bit more accessible for people. Um, the... Uh, Beckett's is on there, uh, which is, you know, that's, you know, it, it's, you know, obviously hasn't got similar clientele as that. I can't remember. There's another pub in Glastonbury in it as well. And you think, it, you know, e even like the, the um, old tannery or red bricks not in there. And they always have good beers on there as well. So, you know, I, I, I really, yeah, it's, uh, we, you know, or whether it's like places that are music venues where people just don't tend to go in. They, maybe, you know. maybe we should get a hundred thousand signatures in and get house <laughs> the houses of House of Commons debating. Actually, no. Let, let's do it differently. Hang on. Let, let, I've got a better idea. Hundred thousand signatures. We'll get uh, Will Cartwright and the team from the House of Commoners. Yeah. We'll get the House of Commoners to decide that, that they're going to be in the guide. Okay. Well, we've got a brand new track now. Uh, this is by uh, The Understairs. Um, it's just coming out at the start of March, and it's called Yesterday Sweetheart. <laughs>
Mother Walsh there with Rabbit Hole. Uh, they're going to absolutely smash last recording at the um, King Arthur on Friday night. Um, really good stuff. Uh, well, you know, we, we do our podcasts, but um, are you listening to many other podcasts out there? Is there, is there stuff that you like to listen to? Uh, yes, although I find it really hard. I don't have naturally much time. I don't have the ways to listen to it in my fading car, but the one I really enjoyed, and I and actually uh, the book of the podcast. Can you imagine? You've got a book of a film. You've got the book of the podcast. Yeah. was given to me for my Christmas present. Is uh, I love this. Is Renegades, which uh, you can get on Spotify, and it is a podcast with uh, Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen, and it's a really great debate about all things music and what they did when they were young and the gigs they went to. And you've got, I just think it's great. You've got the former president of the US talking with, I guess, the, one of the kings of rock and roll. So that, for me, is one of my favourite podcasts I've ever listened to. Um, another one from Megan Lawton, who has done stuff at, uh, at Glastonbury Festival, uh, is a podcast that I really enjoy. I thought it was really original, actually, called Who You Don't See. Uh, and she made this amazing podcast about people behind the scenes. So if it was like, for example, a film, it might be the... Uh, 
the 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 dressing room behind um you know in the theater it might be the sound people that you might get a glastonbury calling so they're the ones that become the stars and that for me was a really uh, lovely podcast what what about you what have you been listening to well there's there's a couple i really like i like i love one called the moon under water uh it's done by john robbins and robin alexander and they also have they have a guest on every week and um back to the pub uh <laughs> uh theme um and uh, whoever their guest is they get them uh, they had scroobius pip on this week and they get them to um say what their dream pub would be so like you know surroundings and what sort of ambience they'd like uh you know what their favorite beers they're allowed to pick two draft beers uh they're allowed to pick two bottles uh two spirits and a couple of other things and they got to come up with the name of the pub and yeah it's uh it's yeah yeah just all uh that sort of um thing about dream their dream pub um my favorite issue was that it was a few weeks ago they had someone from the beer industry or whatever and i learned quite a bit um from that one about uh, a lot of the processes and things like that that go on. Um, uh, like, um, do you know what lager means? Uh, no, Did I don't. No. Lager, I don't lager means to store. So, um, or long store, I mean, that's what lager means in German. So uh, a lot of the, a lot of current lagers, because they aren't stored that long, aren't actually lagers, you know. So uh, the, 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 the better lagers are stored for 30 to 60 days and uh, it gives them uh, a good, you know, a, a sort of like very delicate flavour. So that's what lager means. That's one of the things I learned anyway. Uh, another podcast there, Karen uh, introduced me to this one, actually. Uh, it's called No. You all love this one, actually. It's called No Such Thing as a Fish. Have you heard that one? No. It's um, it's it's run and done by uh, Dan Scriber, James Harkin, Andrew Hunter Murray, and Anna Posansky, and they're actually all writers and uh, investigators who put together the QI the QI show that's on BBC. And they debate, they they sort of bring up words and subjects uh, on the show that are sort of things that they've been researching for QI. And it's quite interesting. It's good. And sometimes they do it in front of a live audience as well. It's a, it's a comedy show. You know, it's really good fun. Um, but it's a bit, yeah, probably a bit ruder than QI as well. They get away with uh, a bit more stuff than on there than they probably would on the BBC. So, yeah, that's uh, really, really good fun. So, um, yeah, there's a couple there for you. Yeah, I might check that one out. Uh, but I think I'd be a fish out of water if I if I did, because I wouldn't understand what they're talking about. Oh, you, well, you, it's, it's good. You learn loads. You just learn random stuff, really, off of it. So it's quite quite good. It's quite, you know, you just one of those yeah, radio shows, you pick up loads of stuff, really. So going back to the pub, I think, wouldn't it be fab? You know, when you get like discos and you've got like different rooms, have different music. So you've got the indie music, got funk or punk or whatever. Wouldn't it be good that you go into a big theme pub, not your sort of cup of tea, I know. And you'd have the spit and sawdust with the old piano in one room 
you'd have all the slot machines and all that in another, which I wouldn't be going in. No, you, get the, you get the boutique room where it's now been changed from a pub into maybe something else that we occasionally talk about. And then you get just the beer in the kitchen, which is served from the barrel with a dripping sink. And you can choose which room you want to be in. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, I love all the music and all that. Um, but when what I always liked as well when when we had a pub, I always liked the fact that you know you had people playing games and, and we had like skittles and and pool and that creates a really good atmosphere as well you know because um, people are down there and you can hear them laughing you can hear the balls it clicking in the background where they're hitting their shots and you know you go and have a game yourself and yeah I mean I mean because yeah it's good it's it's great if you're actually doing something as well. You know, it's good fun if you're playing all with a mate or friends and uh, having a game. So, you know, and I think that tends to be getting lost a little bit from the pubs our days as a community sort of going out and, and just having a bit of fun, having a game of pool or, or darts or um, skittles, really. But, um, it'll be back it'll come back as as we start to get out more often i can imagine more groups setting things up what about karaoke something oh God, no. something like something that's a sound man for no. custom recording lee shout out to him he loves this is a surprise he loves his karaoke Oh God! And I couldn't have imagined anyone else. And he just absolutely—you know—he's got his karaoke machine, and he's—he's he's either promising or threatening to get uh, us involved in it. Yeah, I did have lots of people back in the day asking me to do karaoke. I said no, <laughs> no way. It's all right if you get the old good singer, the odd one, but it's all the other stuff you have to listen to with people who just—it's like if I'm listening to someone sing. I want them to able able to be able to sing. <laughs> I like personality. I, I don't care about the voice oh, of karaoke. Oh, Give me someone that's going to entertain me and make me laugh. Uh, karaoke could be fun. I think you've got to be as drunk as the singer in order to appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to play uh, imprints now, and uh, this is uh, uh, an app uh, name of a song for karaoke. Get me out of here. Get me out of here Get me out of here So eating my time wasn't enough you killed off the kingdom when push came to shove When shattered in silence the ghost of your name The person you are now would put me to shame You put it on hold, then hung up the phone You're making good progress to being alone You can't catch a break and it's making you sick For goodness sake, get out, you know how to swim Too long, so get me, get me. 
a proxy youth there with a new generation. Yeah, of course, them two playing Glastonbury Calling. Uh, we are only four weeks away now. So uh, please start getting your tickets. Uh, you really need to get them. Um, and there's, there's, there's one or two things on this weekend if people want to go. Uh, Will Cartwright's doing his uh, sessions at the King Arthur. I was chatting to him about it the other day. He was saying, I'll oh, come on down to it someday. So, well, yeah, I'll have to sometime soon. Uh, old Boston Tea Party at the Art Bank uh, Cafe at Shepton um, on Friday. On Saturday, uh, Kitty Stewart is on at the Rifleman's. And um, there's the Pilton Auditions on at uh, the Pilton Working Men's Club. Uh, and also on the Sunday, last one home, we're at Cobblestones. And Torbs, T-O-B-Z, is on at King Arthur. So uh, one or two things uh, for people this weekend. Are you up to much? I'm working again. Uh, in Somerset Libraries, there is a, a very unusual story time, which will be absolutely good, marking in, in many ways gay pride. And it's going to be the Drag Queen story time. So I'm, facilit Ooh, I'm, I'm facilitating at one of the libraries. Uh, I think it's all booked up now, but there's always absolutely amazing the... The Drag Queen Storyteller is wonderful, all-inclusive. It's open to everybody. And I've never been to one before, so I'm really excited. Really oh, wow. I'm doing that on Saturday. Are you, are you going uh, to get some makeup tips from the Drag Queen? That's what I, I want to know. I don't know. I, I've always been tempted to put black lipstick on, 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 on me because I can't... Uh, seeing um, these punks at the weekend, last weekend, and, and the most I can muster is an ingrowing Mohican. The idea of black <laughs> lipstick really appeals and possibly purpling up my hair, but... I think I'll leave it to those that look better in drag than me, because I'm not sure. Well, if you purpled I'm not up sure your edge, I'm not sure look, it's me. If you purpled up your edge, you'd look like a swan vesta. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, that'll, that'll be a strike, as they say in baseball. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I, don't think, I, I haven't really got anything planned. Uh, so uh, that can be, uh, can be a relaxing weekend, or we can end up doing something... Um, that we probably didn't expect to be doing, which is always fun. I am hoping to see for the very first time, and I um, this time next week, I'll probably say I've failed. Uh, Mr. T and the Minions are, are playing down in South Somerset. So I've never seen them, missed them when they played at, at the Red Brick building. They are great live. So I am tempted to possibly go to that on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, it might, might be worth it if it's uh, down down near you anyway. Yeah. Um, I would, would suggest it because... Uh, I think they got really good reputation. Um, yeah, so uh, we've better wind up the show. We talked a lot on the earlier bit, so, uh, you know, we've done enough chat. So um, thanks very much for everyone listening in, and thanks a lot, Jim. Yeah, cheers, everyone, and thanks for calling out for Glastonbury. Yeah, we're going to finish the show up with a track by Jay Anderson, uh, who will be playing uh, down my fine deli, uh, um, uh, Glastonbury calling. This is Kokoro. Thanks, Sam. Good night. Che cheers. If trees could talk, then it sure be talk a little I'm sure. Cause nothing happens down here, no. Nothing happens down here no. 
Together they sang Kokoro Kokoro Together they sang Kokoro Heaven Our coat of honor, his pockets deep with arbors shoved in our face. You've ripped the roots around us, you broke the thing that keeps the earth in place. But sanctuaries are going, cause people started knowing this old chase. And together they'll sing. Hello. Mm-hmm.